Hello, and welcome to Where Am I To Go podcast. Today, before we start the show, I would like to bring up some business things that have kind of been on my mind so that you can know where to get more Where Am I To Go. First off, I'd like to talk about the Facebook page at Where Am I To Go podcast. It's on Facebook, and we've been posting some wonderful pictures of some of the places that we've been and some of the adventures that we've had. Not everything that we go and do is made into a podcast, and so we take pictures at different places and post those pictures so that you guys can enjoy some of the different places we've been. Also, I really am interested in listener feedback. I have an email address at where am I to go podcast at gmail.com. Again, that is where am I to go podcast at gmail.com. I would love to hear some of the listeners' comments and some of their ideas of places that might be interesting to visit and go and do. Hello, and welcome to Where Am I to Go podcast. Today I was in Newport, Oregon, walking down the main street, and I came across the coolest oddball little store that I have ever seen. And this place is just so neat. I stopped and I asked Kevin and Monica if they would be willing to kind of give us a tour of their store, explain some of what they got, and just take us through here and keep me intrigued because this place is absolutely intriguing with the with the different things they've got. Sure. Your store is called? Femme Fatale Curiosities and Apothecary. Fun Fatale? Femme Fatale. Femme, Femme Fatale. Fatale. Okay. Yeah, and uh, we opened up in 2020 during the pandemic. Um, so we've only been open a short year and a few months. Um, we signed our lease back in January and everything had to close. So we were closed for six months before we could open, um, which was a scary ordeal. We have another shop down the road, Bohemian Candle. Um, that's been in business for 13 years, but both shops were closed down and um, we had projected of being open in um, over spring break and that, you know, of course, with COVID, it didn't get to happen. But, but it looks like you had lots of times to get things set up. We did. Because we did. this store, this store has is set up so nicely. It's easy to get around in, yeah. and yet you can't get around because you're too busy looking. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, that's what we love. I mean, I hope that there's a lot. I mean, there is a lot in here for everybody to to see. Um, one of the things that we did, like setting up the shop, we set it up in the. And a lot of people don't realize this until after I tell them, but. It's set up in the stages of life that you would go through. So as you walk in the front, this is life. This is where, you know, it's happy and beautiful. And as you progress to the back, it gets a little darker. It does get a little darker. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) It actually gets a lot darker. So we have, um, I mean, we have a lot of um, local artists and things in here um, that... We curate most of everything that we've done in here has or found has been here in Oregon. Um, we we actually make all of our candles, um, make them for the shop and for the shop down in 
Don't oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. That's where we, I mean, that's what we started out doing is candle making and incense making. And we needed a spot to manufacture everything. And when this spot became available, it was perfect. But instead of opening up another Bohemian candle, we opened up a curiosity shop. Oh, and yes, you did open up yeah. a curiosity shop. Now explain exactly what apothecary is. Apothecary? See, I can't even say that. <laughs> <laughs> so we initially started out, we were going to sell herbs in here. Okay. And it, we were going to be where you could come in and you could um, scoop up your own herbs, um, make your own tinctures for whatever health reasons or whatever magical purposes you have. Um, but when COVID hit, we couldn't do that. So right now we're just kind of a, we source all of our apothecary medical type of, it's a healing. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So. And it's, it's a like, natural it's based healing. On, yeah. It's based on 19th century, um, the decor oh, anyways. Yeah. 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 Yep. That is yeah. really cool. Yeah. yeah. So, um, that's what's happened. That's what happens up in the front. And then we got curious. And yeah, the curiosities and then we curious. Came yeah, yeah. And well, I had attended my first um, Curiosities Expo in Portland in 2019, and that's what sparked the idea. Oh, okay. And that is such a huge venue. I thought it would be really cool to like condense it and make it smaller and make it available to everybody every day instead of just once a year. Cool. So that's that's really where it all started. Well, let's take a walk through okay, the store and just talk about some of the some of the things to see. Now, this is a store. You said that most things in here are for sale. They are, yeah. But yet, it's displayed in the way of a museum. It's just yes. it's it's so intriguing the way that you have the museum and the store aspect kind of blended. Yeah. More so than like an antique store. Right. Uh, well, I think that's what sets it apart from other places. I think that that's what makes it so unique and so appealing to a lot of people is they feel like they're walking into a museum, but they also get to purchase some of the items that are in here. And I've never been in a shop like this. I have never been in a shop like this. That's the reason I'm back here doing this is because I I normally take on museums. I do, I do some small businesses that I find unique. Right. Uh, But this one here is such a cool blend of the two that uh, it just, it's really, really neat. We're, we're, we started out with, uh, with the beginning of life, you said. Yes. And yeah. as we come back here, we, we come to a cabinet that has, I'm assuming, some different old apothecary Apothecary? Uh, yeah, apothecary items. You can say medicine. They're, oh, wow. But we got to get pre-medicine. Before, so that but, but this is some of the snake oil type stuff yes, that was absolutely. available, all in the original boxes. Mm-hmm. Some you, of them have never even been opened. Some of them are... Um, old new stuff. Yeah, and these are all for sale. And you haven't tried any of them. No, absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, we've thought about it, but no, we haven't tried any of them. Um, But yeah, they're all for sale. Um, I'm so in love with the packaging. Like, I wish medicine came like this today. Like, the packaging, the fonts, the graphics that they use, um, to look at some of the ingredients on some of the things. And, you know, really, they were... um, they were good for nothing. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> I mean, they probably cured, kill you today. Everything, but really cured nothing. nothing. Yeah. yeah. 
You know, yeah. I don't I don't know if that's necessarily the case. I know that they used mercury for a lot of right. things, <laughs> and mercury is highly toxic, but at the same time, it cured the ailment that they were after. Right, right. I, I would say, oh, I shouldn't say, but I would say a lot like chemotherapy nowadays, it, right. it has such a harmful effect on everybody, right. but yet it still has a tendency to correct, correct. Uh, cancer. Yes. So... Uh, yeah, did it work? Did it not work? Is is right. kind of all up to what you had and how bad the Absolute, side effects were. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. We do have some, and we also have some human skulls in here. This one um, was actually one that we purchased. One of our employees, her um, grandfather, was a dentist, and okay. this came out of his office. It looks like um, uh, he had some dental problems. Definitely missing the bottom teeth. Yes. Yeah, it impacted wisdom. <laughs> yeah. And oh, really? I think that you can I think that you can see it on can you see it? Mm-hmm. It's on it's on the his right side here. Or what okay. would be his left side. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Wow. And you got an old set of dentures in here, an old uh, glass syringe, it looks like. Yeah, there's a uh, lot of artificial arm. Yeah, the prosthetic arm. That's um that's a cool piece. That was actually off of um, somebody in the Midwest who was a painter, and he painted with that thing. <laughs> what, really? Mm-hmm. It looks just like it looks like it attaches maybe to your bicep and mm-hmm. then comes on down at your yeah. elbow, and then it's got a hand. Now, was there mechanics that make those fingers move? There's not. No. So it's just a it it's a looks, real wooden arm. It is. Yeah, it actually looks like it kind of looks very feminine to me, but it was it was on it was mail. In World War Two. That yeah. His arm in World War II. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Wow, and he was able to hold a paintbrush with that. Yeah, he did. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Interesting, right? Yeah, it is. And he probably did a better job than he what I did. He probably did. <laughs> um, and then, I mean, looking around, we just have, I mean, a lot of this stuff is just stuff that we have found here in Oregon. Um, my husband and I, we love to go out picking, and so on our days off, that's usually what we're doing is we're out looking for other mm-hmm. things um, to bring into the shop because as soon as we bring them in, a lot of them fly out. Huh. Um, there are some things, though, that we will never sell. Like the, like the human brain here, the, this left side of the human, uh, real human brain. Uh-huh. And we do have uh, little pieces of mine that are for sale. Uh, over here we have little cubes of human brain that are for sale for purchase. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, and it's sitting inside of what is it? Formaldehyde or alcohol it's al- or alcohol? Alcohol. Yeah. Yeah. And it's it's a half a brain. Yep, it's the yeah, left it's side. a real brain. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> and then you've got some other medical. Uh, yeah, we have some teaching yeah. teaching tools and stuff. You've got a. Uh, Kind of a fold-out paper model that has a man on it, has a big picture of an eye, and then you can open up the chest cavity, and I'm sure you see intestines and that kind of stuff. It shows the blood vessels and the feet yes. and down the legs, yeah. and and I'm sure that that was probably at one of the medical schools to just kind of get you going. That, or? that is from the 1800s, and that was a piece that I actually won off of an auction. Oh, really? So that is an NFS. That is a not for sale. It's a survivor. Yeah, it is. I mean, the fact that it is still in one piece is unbelievable because it's, I mean, it's very detailed on the inside. And it looks very fragile. It is very fragile. Wow. 
Yeah, yeah, this thing just, this thing's probably the the man is probably five foot tall, so all of the organs would probably be very similar to yeah. what, the size mm-hmm. and everything that that uh, we would have if we were cut open. Yeah, it's a pretty incredible piece. It is. It is just. It, I don't know if I want to use the word beautiful. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is beautiful. It is, beautiful. It, is. it is. And then you've got some shrunken heads up here. Yeah, so those are made by an artist out of California, and she does all, um, she does the most amazing um, carvature out of clay, sculpturing out of clay, and she does the, those are our morning um, hags. And then she also does um, little elves that we have in the next room as well. Okay. Um, but she's a lot of fun. And then we also have um, an artist out of Astoria who does all of the pen and ink um, drawings, these posters. Um, that have skulls and... That are, yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun and they're really popular in the shop. Yeah. Kind, kind, kind of like a Grateful Dead album covers yes. or something. Yeah, yes, yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah, but this is our Memento Mori area. This is kind of our, um, we've got the hair wreaths there. And we and that's kind of what you and I started yeah, talking about yeah. was hair wreaths and and I don't know if we've really covered much in the way of hair wreaths in any of our other podcasts, <laughs> but these wreaths, the best thing I can tell you to do is to Google hair wreath, yeah, and take a look at the images because these things are unbelievable. The the detail they made little acorns and little flowers and little uh scroll work things and yeah, just and the time that it probably took them to do this i mean it's becoming an art form again like is there it? are people that are out there that are teaching how to do this now really um i don't know i don't know if i have the patience for it <laughs> well, i definitely don't I, I i didn't know that you could bend a hair yeah that way i'm yeah. too involved in my netflix dexter so i don't know if i have the time for that but it's um it's definitely a beautiful art form and, I mean, something amazing to keep. I mean, I remember being a child and my mom, um, she would always take a, you know, with the babies, always right, take a, a lot little of clip of hair. hair. Um, but mm-hmm. to turn it into a piece of art is just And this amazing. is probably where that originated from. I know, I, I went to a hair museum in Independence, Missouri, mm-hmm. and the lady had probably 2,000 different uh, pieces of hair art. Yeah, It was just incredibly amazing. But uh, And they're hard to find. They're just not. not right. That lady probably has all of them. I, no, she doesn't. I, I know where there's... Except for two. I, I know. There's one in a museum in Thermopolis, Wyoming. Okay. There's one in a museum in uh, Port, uh, uh, San, An- San Angelo... Uh, uh, Texas, okay. uh, that I've seen. There, yeah. there are some around. They're very, yeah. very few and far yeah, between. They really are. And it's amazing that you're even selling these things because, like you said, they are so hard to se- right. uh, find. But the intricacy and the detail in these pieces of art just boggle your mind. Amazing, mm-hmm. yeah. And uh, like I said, Google, Google, and and look up hair art or yeah, hair yeah. wreaths. And they they use these prior to uh, uh, photographs. Yes. And that way there they would be able to keep a memento of grandma yes, or aunt whoever or whatever. Mm-hmm. And they would add all that to the wreath. And a lot of these are family histories. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Because you've got a hundred years of additions to this right. wreath. Yeah. And uh, yeah, can you imagine? Like, to me, it's a long range, yeah. long range dedication yeah. focus. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Just, just amazing. And then we turn around the other way and we get into something that I have never seen any actual... 
uh, pieces of, and you've got six of them here, and they're face masks, death masks. Yeah. Go ahead and explain some of that. So these are called medical wax moulages. Um, they come from the UK. Um, these date back all the way to the 1800s, and the ones that I have were used as medical teaching tools. Okay. So um, they would take a wax impression upon death, and then they would use it as a teaching tool later on. So because photography wasn't something that was around, right, um, or readily available, all the, you know, like we have today. Um, and so they'd use like a plaster to cast these yes, faces. Yes, and then they would put, and then they would wax them and use them. And the detail with these are, are amazing. I mean, yeah, they have real human hair um, attached to them, and they are painted to make them appear more realistic, but they're just incredible. I, it's probably my favorite, my favorite thing that we have in the shop. And, it, and they are way cool. It, it's yeah. Like I said, it's one of those things that uh, when somebody died, they would plaster their face, and then they would fill it with wax. So these mm -hmm. things look... Uh, very human, uh, yeah. to say the yeah. least. These they are look, truly they look the very... faces of the uh, 1800s. Yeah. Right, yeah. yeah. And you yeah. can see the nostrils, you can see the lips, you can see the wrinkles in the face, you can see the eyebrows. I mean, it's just uh, it's just amazing. And I know that they made a lot of these death masks of, uh, like, early uh, outlaws mm -hmm. and some of that kind of stuff. And, and that's, you know, like Jesse James or whatever, mm -hmm. when, when he ended up dying they would make the face masks Abraham death Lincoln mask. has one okay yeah. yeah and so so it was a common practice mm -hmm. but I just have never seen an actual face mask that yeah. uh, this is just astounding yeah this it's is my the one right here in the center was actually my first piece that I had purchased and then it just became an obsession and I had to find more I mean but they're not out there they are they are not out there and when they are out there they get snatched up right away because they are so rare and these ones here being medical you said that that one of them how did these people die well, what, what, so what, what a lot of them showing? I don't know but um, these are all assumptions um, this one with the a lot of people think that's an apple in her mouth that's actually her tongue, but it's swollen. So okay. it could have been anything from Black Plague because that was known to cause swelling of the tongue to anaphylactic shock. We've also been told that it could have been a hanging. Mm -hmm. Oh, um, which is why the eyes are covered up. Okay. Yeah, because the eyes would bulge out. Yeah. 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 Um, okay. But then, and then we have like this guy up here. He's missing um, part of his. Well, it looks like half of his bottom lip. Right. Um, so, I mean, that could have been anything from cancer to a canker sore mm -hmm. because back in those days, people would die of canker sores. Um, right. So. Wow. This is just just yeah. amazing to see. Yeah. Like I said, I've, I've, I've read about them. I have never seen one. Yeah, they're beautiful. There's okay. something really almost, beautiful yeah, about them. Almost yeah, almost haunting, you know, yeah. when you really look into their face. A lot of this yeah. store is really haunting when you look in through the front door. <laughs> well, that's good. So, so, yeah, that's that's the entry. We've had a couple of um, incidents in the shop um, that have been a little, not disturbing, but no. that kind of startle us. Like one night my husband and I were working here and we were pouring candles and doing what we do in the evening um, when it's quiet and when we can, and both of us, looked up because we both heard a voice and it sounded like it was coming from the 
middle part of the shop. And sometimes we've been known to leave the front door unlocked right. when we're in here. So we thought maybe somebody had ventured in, but we distinctly heard a, a woman's voice, and she mm-hmm. said, Hello. And I looked up, and I was looking at my husband like, oh, shit, it's 9 o'clock. Like, why is somebody in the shop? <laughs> yeah. And so I was like, you go look. I'm not going to go look. <laughs> so he came out, and there was nobody in here. Wow. And we were just like, mm-hmm. okay, that was crazy. And then we've had, we've had things like we've had a lamp. Um, one of our lamps broke one day, just fell and shattered on a table. And then the same day... Within probably like an hour of each other, a mm-hmm. bottle fell off of one of the shelves up in the front of the really? shop. Really? Mm-hmm. So that was kind of that was kind of like unnerving a little bit. Lisa, have you had any experiences in here? Anybody grabbing you or touching you? You <laughs> <laughs> have met some scary people. Yeah. <laughs> I'll, bet, I'll bet you attract some scary people. <laughs> not, not, not you. I'm <laughs> saying the store. My sarcasm is just going to count. The scariest thing in the store is that we're connected to the common wall next door is a restaurant. <laughs> okay. And the scariest is that we hear everything that comes out of that bathroom. Right. <laughs> that's, that's, a good that's true. That yes, is true. That is true. Yeah. Says the woman who's dressed in all black and uh, hanging out in this store. So now we get to the the religious spiritual section. Yep. And you've got a a black dress and a Victorian morning dress. Yep. Yep. Yeah. That's an authentic Victorian morning dress. Um, Women would would actually wear those for sometimes up to two years. Really. After somebody would pass. And I mean, I can't imagine. Like the material is not breathable. It's <laughs> it's wow. got to be hot in those, you know. But they would wear them for up to two years. And the religious relics, I've always been drawn to them. It's just something I'm not a religious person, um, but I love. And you've I got love some what comes out of the churches. You've I got some Mary so statues yes. and some Jesus statues mm-hmm. and some. Uh, that looks like a Catholic priest attire of some sorts or another, maybe from the 1700s. Uh, just lots of different religious, uh, yeah, I mean, it's, symbol, it's, symbolistic type things here. It's all really beautiful. And then we have a human skull that was actually a uh, Haitian voodoo skull. Oh, really? Yes, a Haitian voodoo skull, and so it must come from Haiti. It comes from Haiti. They were, they were also known to, um, the Haitian people were known to keep these in their homes. It was a symbol um, of good luck, and it was also supposed to bring them um, good health. Oh, really? So it wasn't un- it's not uncommon to find a Haitian voodoo skull in the homes of the Haiti people. Really? This one still has hair attached to it. Huh, and it looks like the skull has been... Uh, dug up. <laughs> is, it, is it dug up, or, or did they just remove the brain so that uh, there wasn't an odor? Or? Yeah, it does look like there's been some sort of mm-hmm. um, skull capping. And there's removal. mummified skin on the top. Yeah. Wow. And then we've got another uh, face mask, death mask. Yeah, you... From, uh, yeah, this. from what we know of it, it was used... Uh, in a uh, Odd Fellows, uh, what would you call club. it? Club, club or fraternity um, or whatever yep, it is. Yep, and as part of their uh, initiation. 
Okay. Mm -hmm. Or their mock, their, their yes. mock funerals <coughs> that they would have. Mm -hmm. Okay. But that is real human hair that's yeah, on the mustache. The mustache is real human hair. Yeah, it's it's a cool looking piece too. Yeah. And then. Well, so this area normally, um, this this is what we call our purgatory area. So it's neither heaven nor hell. It's it's a place of transformation and change. Normally, it is filled with butterflies. Um, that we are um, our our butterfly source right now is not going to be here until the end of this month. So it will be once again filled with butterflies. Okay. But this is just an area where. Um, the walls are filled with butterflies. Right now we've got some old Ouija boards on the, um, well, they're from the 70s. Okay. Right? The yeah, well, those are 50s, or 50s 60s uh, Ouija boards. The oldest one I have is uh, over 100 years old. It was wow. made between 1911 and 1914, and that's up on the wall behind you there. Okay, the okay. Yeah. And then you've got some amethysts. Yeah, we do carry crystals in here. Um, and, and then there's something I don't want to buy. I don't want to even really be around it. The there's this black goat <laughs> with the You're bathroom. the only one who doesn't want to buy it. Everybody that comes <laughs> in the store asks. And, and where are you going to put it? Right? <laughs> where are you going to put it? <laughs> yeah, right above my bed. Yeah, we've got a black goat with big old horns and uh, just almost kind of a, well, no. It's downright freaky looking goat. I'm not going to go almost freaky. It's going to go downright freaky. He was actually our first, yeah. I think he was our first taxidermic so, piece yeah. that we brought in here. And so he was kind of the watcher and keeper of the shop while we were getting it all set up. No so. wonder you have goblins in here. <laughs> yeah. right in here. And then so, you've, yeah, got a, a you've got a Victorian style chair or Louis the Fourteenth style chair, yeah, and you've a got a skeleton chair. sitting in there that is it's a reproduction yes, with a little yes. kid sitting in his lap yeah, in a yeah. sailor suit. So the furniture is all for well, most of the furniture pieces are for sale in here as well, like the chairs and the sofa. We had a we had another sofa that was similar. It was more of a chaise, and that one sold. But yeah, we like to. Change it up. Mm -hmm. Yeah. At first, I didn't want to sell any of the furniture. I just, I like the way it looks. It's perfect. <laughs> Actually, I think that, that a collection like this is kind of a, a lifelong, you, you just keep collecting and yeah. collecting. Mm -hmm. yeah, and you wouldn't really space. want to sell anything mm -hmm. no. other than that dadgum goat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's hard sometimes to watch stuff go out that uh, you, you have a lot of, you're, Attached to. Yeah, you're you get attached to it because you don't think you're gonna ever find anything like that again. And sometimes and that's don't. the case. Yeah, yeah. and we don't. <laughs> yeah, because a lot of times people will ask if something's for sale, and I'll say, "No, that's not for sale." My husband just kind of looks at me like we did not go into business to like not sell anything. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're not charging admission for the shop. So. <laughs> and and yeah, and we like I said, it's 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 a, as much a museum as it is a shop. Yeah. A lot of fun. We do sell tarot in here. We have a big um, selection of tarot cards in here. Um, this is kind of like our C cabinet. Um, okay, you got a C monster. What is he? We have a lot. That's the, the Medusa. That's the Medusa. Oh, Medusa. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I see the snakes now. I do uh -huh. see the yeah. snakes. Then you got a shark jaw in front of that. Yeah, but we keep our little um, our compasses, and we have some old books, old vintage books in here. 
our little baby sea otter. Yeah. And then we get into another room. So this is our red room. Watch your step. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is, um, well, I mean, for lack of a better word, people call it hell. <laughs> it it, it uh, kind of resembles I, that. I'm, yeah, glad, but... I'm glad that you said that because I hadn't quite put two and two together yet, but, but we got it now. Yeah, so this is, um, this is, this down here, this is a forever resting box and, or forever resting bed. We're not sure of the origin of the bed, um, where it's from. But it was a beautiful piece, and I had a human torso that dates back to the 1900s, and I knew it would be the perfect place to honor it and keep it in in here for others to view. And then, of course, it's topped with a death mask. The death mask does not go with the human torso, but I think it fits perfectly. Oh, it definitely yeah. looks like, like it belongs here. And this yeah. is this would this be considered maybe a viewing box or I believe or what would it be considered? It's 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 kinda of like a extra large coffin. Yeah. And yeah. it has a glass top on it. It's it's got some beautiful scroll work on yeah. the front and uh, knobs on the end that are kind of like bedpost knobs that are four by four and, and stand up about six inches that have lots of beautiful carving on them and, and uh, uh, basket weave work and some of that. They're and like artichoke. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Artichoke. I, I, that, that's a good way to describe mm -hmm. it. And then the, the glass lid on it, you can see down into it, and so it almost seems like it's something that maybe a mortuary would have used for yeah. a viewing box. or for a small possibly. person, uh -huh. too, because um, we have one of our employees here who's probably 5'9". She tried to lay in it, and she's too tall for it. So it's definitely... I mean, I can't imagine what else it would have been used for. Yeah. <laughs> and, too and, big for a coffee table. Mm -hmm. <laughs> well, and it's also really wide for, yeah. for a coffin, mm -hmm. so... And it's, it's very old. You can see the tooling marks. Oh yeah, and uh, it was obviously literally done by hand and made by a real craftsman. Yes, right. Definitely. Yes, yeah. we just don't know where it's from. No. That's something that we um, we would re I would really like to know its origin. We're not sure, and the, the place that we had purchased it from, they weren't sure either. So, well, it's just it's just a really yeah. cool piece here. That, and then we come on over to the. To the Ouija board table yeah. with a skeleton sitting at it and uh, a bust of a lady. And oh, we got a doll sitting in a chair on top of some books without holding its head in its well, lap. She's, she's broken. <laughs> it, it looks like she's broken. <laughs> she's broken. So the um, this room is where we house our um, local artist, Jason Stewart. Um, he is out of Portland, Oregon. And he is a tattoo artist by trade. Okay, um, I could see, I could see tattoo yeah, art. Yes, he during COVID, he, of course, he had to step away from that, and he came into our shop and showed us some of his work, and we kind of collaborated with him, brought in some of his. I mean, this is just a small amount of what we've had. We've sold a bunch of his pieces, but he would come in here and sit at the table and do live drawings. So oh, really? on the weekends, you could come in on Saturday. And watch him work, and his his technique is amazing. It's all pencil and um, charcoal. He does have some digital, but I think we only have one digital piece in here right now, and that's the colored piece that's up right. there. All the rest is all pencil and 
And what was his uh, name again? Jason Stewart. And he's Jason out of Portland, Stewart. Oregon. If you want to see some interesting <clears throat> artwork, look up Jason Stewart. Mm-hmm. And like I said, it's it's pretty obvious that he's a tattoo artist uh, from some of the paintings because mm-hmm. it's it's stuff that you'd yeah. see on somebody's yeah. arm. But it's it's interesting to see him in print. Yeah, there. I mean, and if you get up close, you can see all the fine detail. Like his work is incredible, and it's something that I've I've never seen. I've I've watched him. He uses Mac makeup brushes to like okay. blend uh, the the pencil, but he, the detail that he puts into every single piece is just incredible. Some of his stuff he'll spend years on. Oh, really? Yeah, he had wow. a piece that he was working in here uh, on, and it. I don't even know if it's completely finished. I don't finished, know if he's finished it, but he started but, it in 2018. Yeah, he had been working on it for three years. Wow. So. And then, yeah, you've got. We carry a lot of uh, the vintage. Um, ventriloquist. Yeah, ventriloquist stalls. Um, we actually acquired those at a, one of the biggest estate sales here that mm-hmm. I'd ever been to. Really? And he was a collector, and I think we gathered up the best pieces that he had <laughs> wow. um, and brought them in. And then on Thursdays through Sundays, we have, um, we offer tarot readings in the shop. Um, Andrea, who's a local here in town um, and a friend, she does all of the tarot readings for $25. No appointments are ever necessary. You can just walk in and huh. yeah, have a reading. She's amazing. And then you've got a bookshelf. We do have the a bookshelf. one that the one that looks right at us is Lizzie Borden. <laughs> yes, yes. Now do you have her axe? <laughs> I wish. No, 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 but we did meet a couple that came in here when we first opened up, and they claim to have the autopsy table of Lizzie Borden's father. Oh, really? Yes, and so. I think that they were from Idaho. We did not get their number. I wish we would have because we had talked about, I had asked her if she was ever interested in selling it. She said absolutely not, that she paid a mint for it. Um, But I asked her if she'd be willing to bring it in and we could set it up as to display it. Oh. Um, Which I think would have been a lot of, that would have been really cool. So hopefully she comes back in the shop again because I would love to have that piece in here on display. Although... It does come with some bad juju and would fit. Oh, I would imagine it would. Yeah. And then you've got a book here facing out a visitor's guide to the Salem witch trials, hunting for witches. Yeah, so we carry all kinds of books in here. Um, I mean we have some we have some books not so much on witchcraft itself but or spells, but more on the history of witchcraft. Um our other shop down um, the road, they carry more spell books and stuff. I like okay. to carry books in here that pertain to, like, the history of things. and um, But that's... A lot of different varieties of books yeah. you carry. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. This, this place just is cool. Yeah. <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, it's, it's definitely a labor of love. And, I mean, a lot of work. Oops. And then we got a Casper the Ghost. Yeah, that's the 1960s. Yeah, I believe that's it. Yeah. 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 And then what's this thing next to it? We got a, we got something that looks like a Sasquatch. 
As far as furry head and squished in nose and yeah, that's called an asquatch. An asquatch. <laughs> I did notice an yes. asquatch, uh, an ass something up front. Yes. It was uh, the back end of a goat. Yes, mm-hmm. but it, did you know that one up in the front? If you rub its chin, it'll bring you good luck. Oh, I'll bet it will. <laughs> <laughs> and 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 I, I probably won't go into great detail of what its chin is, but if you look at the back of a male goat, you can probably get the idea. <laughs> yeah, those are a lot of fun. Yes, those are a lot of fun. Oops. And then you've got your selection of tarot, tarot cards. cards. Yep, we carry a lot of tarot cards. They're always changing out. We have two cabinets filled with them. Um, and then I think we've kind of we, we've kind of just about gone all the way around here. I guess we've got this yeah. cabinet that we haven't talked about that again has more of your So these old... are yeah, these are old autopsy tools and oh. autopsy bottles. Um, these some of these bottles were actually just given to us by a customer that um, had come into the shop. He owns he's a funeral director here in Oregon. Okay. And he was telling me that in his funeral home where they would conduct autopsies, there's a hole in the ground. And when they were done with the um, the bottles, they would just drop them down into the ground. And they don't do that anymore. Right, right. But he said that he had, there were tons of them down there and asked me if I wanted them. And of course, oh, yeah. of course I want them. So I've tried to research these particular bottles that we have. And um, I think they date back to the early, early 1900s. I can't find them anywhere on, like, the design. Yeah, this um, one here's got a blue label on it that says double arterial base. Yeah. yeah. Hmm, that has and it's to... pleasant to use. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah, pleasant to use. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, pre-injection fluid. Yeah, the embalming fluid. Wow. Yeah, it's just... It's just crazy. And, you know, we have, like, when we got the, the autopsy tools, we had no idea what they were or what they were used for. Some of them look kind of dirty. Right. Um, and we had a, um, a lady who came in and gave us a little bit of a, a history on what some of them were used for. Um, huh. Like, this particular one is one that is stuck in the in the the neck and that's where all the blood fluid okay. comes out. She said that that is a um, that's your friend. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, yeah, yeah, not my friend, but yeah, just amazing. Amazing. And I again, I'm in love with labels. So it's oh, how I choose They are so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then down here you've got a, a eye doctor's mm-hmm. glass set. Yeah. An optometrist. There you go. Yeah. Thank you for that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, that is, I, I don't know how old that is. It looks old. It's, it's pretty very old. old. And, and it's, it's complete. And yeah. it's really rare to find them complete like that. Right. Um, so that is another piece that is not for sale in here. I mean, I know I could piece it out and make a mint off of it. Right. But then I'd be left with an empty box. And then you've and got some glass eyes, it looks like. Yes, so those are, the glass eyes are all made by a local artist, um, the Wacky Wanderers. Um, they're based out of Lakeside, Oregon. They make a lot of our jewelry for us in okay. here. So they work with um, glass eyes. They work with genuine gemstones. Um, they make coffin rings and coffin necklaces for us. Um, 
Yeah, lots of... And the, the two eyes over here on, this, on the real human skulls yeah. are all German prosthetics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, those are beautiful. Those are not for they, sale Yeah, those are, those are cool looking. Yeah. It actually almost kind of looks right through you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Don't want to take your one eye of off of that one. One of them actually fits in my eye, eye socket. Perfectly. Oh, does it? Yeah. yeah. Oh, well, cool. Yeah, actually, yeah. <laughs> huh. And then, then you've got this skunk up here, a little baby skunk, little baby that's, skunk that's put inside of a put Close. inside of a glass case. Close, yep. Yeah, yeah, so that he doesn't smell. Yeah, yeah. he smells really bad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah he's he smells. Awfully. He's pretty strong. Yeah, this is. And then you've got some soaps. Now, do you guys make the soaps also? So I do make soap. I do not make these soaps. These are made by um, a, a local um, lady who lives in Eddyville. And her and her husband, um, they make these soaps for us. I've made soaps in here, but I honestly, I'm so busy with the candle making that I don't have the time for this. I need a whole nother, I need a whole nother set and a whole right. other team to do that. But. So, yeah, so we source our soaps out locally. Well, cool. And you've got a bunch of jewelry here. We have a bunch of jewelry. This is kind of, um, this is some of the Wacky Wonders, local artist stuff, and then all the rest. Yeah, it's it's incredible. And this is a fun display. We carry um, a lot of lockets. We do have some Victorian um, pieces that are in here. those up there, the Victorian, they're perfume bottles. And each piece of jewelry comes with a cabinet card. Um, these are old watches. They come with the cabinet card. Now, when you say cabinet card, it's got a, it, these look like they old have, photographs. Yeah, they're old photographs of people, and it's just how we display. And um, That is really, that's yeah. a cool way to do it. Yeah. It's tin types, old photo albums. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I'm, I love the old photo albums. It's kind of my obsession to the Victorian photo albums. We've had some that have that are music boxes. They're just, you know, to find them in pristine condition, you just don't see that. Right. So I collect a lot of those. We have a book back here that has some old tintypes in it, and there's actually a, um, a couple of rare photos in there of... Um, Tom Thumb. Well, he's not Tom Tom Thumb. That's right. He's actually shorter than Tom Thumb. Oh. I'll bring it out. I'll show you. Okay. So Tom Thumb was recorded as the shortest man. Right. Um, But this guy is shorter. (laughs) (laughs) But he did not go into the Guinness Book of World Records. Um, Oh, look at those pictures. His and there's his name, Chaz, Chaz Decker. Decker. Mrs. Chaz is Mr. Mr. Chaz, Mr. Chaz Decker. Decker. And how tall um, was he? Um, I, you know what? I'm not 100 percent sure. I had a book at one time. That's okay. Yeah, I that had a book at one time that told. But, but we're going to say he's, he's really short. But I think he's like um, he was a half an inch to an inch shorter than Tom Thumb. So really, however short or tall Tom Thumb was. Huh. But yeah, super cool. And these here are all tin types. So some of them are, um, some of them are not. Okay. And I didn't. This this is a book that is for sale as well, but it's not. Um, it it comes with all of the pictures that are in there. I'm not. Yeah, those are them all out. original to that album. Yeah. Wow. Mm-hmm. 
That is really cool. Isn't it gorgeous, though, too? The leather binding and yeah. the latches oh, yeah. that are used on them. And, and it looks like there's, what, probably 50 pictures or better? Yes, I can. It's, it's a, like a rose or a mm -hmm. flower yeah. of some sort embossed in the in the pages, yeah, uh, the, the top of the pages when you look at them. Beautiful. Well, I really appreciate you guys taking the time to, to bring me through the store and talk to me about well, this. thank you. Thank you. I'm glad you enjoyed the shop. It, it's, yeah. it's way cool. Thank you. And... Uh, the way I always finish things out is the world is full of wonder. Yes. People need to get out and explore. And if you get a chance to, to come into this store in Newport, Newport? Oregon. Yes, yes Newport, yes. Oregon. I was going to say Newport. I'm getting, my, I'm getting all my places. Waldport, Newport. Uh, yeah. Some kind of port. Some port. Waldport, yeah. Uh, if you get to Newport, Oregon, they're right down uh, next to the river pretty much on, on the on the uh, riverfront, the old town. Yeah. And right Historic off of the favorite. highway. And this store is a must-see. Thank so, you. Thank you so much. Get out and explore these places, and everybody have a wonder-filled day. All the roll and go, where am I to go, meet Johnny, where am I to go? For I'm a young and a sailor lad, and where am I to go?